What is up, real family? Can we start from there? Let's start the show. What's up, real family? This is the Real Advisors Podcast, the real movement, the real fam, whatever you call it. And I'm so proud and honored to bring together our, our, our speakers, our guests, my business partners, my buddies, my, my, uh, my compadres, uh, Richard Dunn, Dolmar Cross, Brian Hansen. My name is Francis Ablola, CEO of Real Advisors. We got the partners of Real Advisors here, and we're here to share some real information, some real knowledge, and some real things about today, relationships. What's up, gentlemen? What's, What's up? up? All right. So we have a special topic today, and it's actually coming back off of an event that uh, Richard, Domar, and myself attended last week. Now, we're in the world of lockdowns and COVIDs. There's some live events happening, and there's some not. I am someone who spent the last 15 years of my life going to seminars and events and building relationships and building a business that way by, by face-to-face networking, you know, palms meeting and connecting with people eye to eye. And we haven't been able to do that in quite some time, but the importance of relationships, the importance of your network and the importance of connections are what drive your business. And I would say this is actually an example of of this, our company is an example of how you build relationships. And I want to give some background and some color on how we, how we met and why it's so important to put yourselves in those situations. So our company is Richard Dunn, Dolmar Cross, Brian Hansen. I just mentioned that. I've known Brian since 2004. We actually used to work at the same company. The very first day, and I don't know if you remember this, Brian, I, th- I think you do. The very first day we met, we were boarding a private jet from our old employer, a private jet and flying out to a mastermind of other seven and eight figure entrepreneurs. I was a kid at the time. I was maybe 22, 23 years old, just in awe of what was happening in this moment. Fast forward a few years, I'm at another mastermind and I'm sitting with Dolmar Cross. And we were probably 24, 25 at the time, still kids in the room. And we met and we connected and we've been friends ever since. I'm 38, Dolmar, you're 37 now, right? And uh, we connected and built that relationship. And through the relationship that we had actually from past relationships, we knew Richard Dunn. And now we got this, this tag team, this, this magic that happens inside of Real Advisors because of all these relationships that have formed and all these events that led up to it. And today I want to talk specifically about those powers of relationships, how we form relationships, because everybody has a different style of building connections in their network. So Dolmar, we, we met over 10 years ago. Let's talk about your style of networking and relationships and relationship building because it's very different than mine let's start with you and then we'll go around sure so when it comes to connections building relationships in business especially in life it's not about what you know uh, but who you know and i've i've been blessed just talked about this recently on my instagram i've been blessed to know some pretty amazing people uh in my life to have some pretty amazing connections and relationships uh, people in my corner to help me when it comes to connecting, my way of doing it is really by um, opening up the door, opening up the opportunity through other people. My connections lead to other connections. I can go back to my very first major life-changing connection 
which was my mentor. Now, with that particular connection, I banged down the door. I, I found a way to connect and find this person, someone that has already had amazing, massive success in an area that I wanted to get into. And I went hunting for this person. This is before I had any connections. And so I went hunting for this person, seeking the right person, and I banged on their door. I, I didn't stop until I found that person. I banged on their door and I, I presented value. I offered value. I offered my services, my time to be able to give to them something that they needed for free, no cost to them, uh, to be able to open up new doors and opportunities for me and also offered money. I offered to pay for their time, their knowledge, their expertise. And that gentleman, that person uh, led to other persons, other people. And one of my major connections was a guy named Kenny. Kenny taught me the art of real estate wholesaling. And that, that connection completely changed the trajectory of my life. In fact, listening to his story uh, was very inspiring to me. This is a guy that uh, grew up in poverty, became a drug uh, kingpin, if you will, in his town, went to federal prison, paid for the mistakes he made in his life, but he came out of prison and completely transformed his life to become one of the largest real estate wholesalers in the Tampa Bay area. And that story to me, that, that transformation to see who he became, uh, that realization that you don't have to be a product of your environment. You're not doomed to the environment that you grew up in was inspiring to me. And that completely changed my life. It helped me to change the way I thought, the way I functioned. And that led me to other opportunities. Through that relationship, I met other people like Francis. And because of that connection with Francis, that led to connections with Brian and Richard to help us start this real advisors operation and company that you see today that's now also changing the lives of others. Through that one connection with Kenny as well, I met people like the great Russ Whitney, you know, the guys built a quarter billion dollar company. I don't know many people that have done that, but this guy did. And I was able to sit at his feet to be able to learn from him, to, to be able to uh, be his protege. And he taught me a lot over the years. And I I've taken the best of what I've learned from him. Not everything I, I, I took from him, right? I took the best of what I learned from him and I was able to intertwine it weave it, integrate it into what I'm doing today. And, and those opportunities have opened up many other doors. You know, today, uh, my business partners and I, you know, are working with another partner, another connection, another relationship from my, from my past, one of my hard money lenders, who now brought us in as operators in a fund, where we're now developing freaking 37,000 acres in Tulum, Mexico. This all started with connections. And one connection led to another. One connection introduced me to another relationship. And that relationship introduced me to another one and multiple doors and opportunities have opened from that. So that's kind of the way I've uh, handled relationships, how I've been able to get my foot in the door, if you will. Uh, is first of all, before I ever had one is banging down the door, mm -hmm. you know, pushing my way through the door and connecting with the right people. And, but also not just banging down the door, but making sure that I brought something of value first to them because they don't need me. They don't need to mentor me. They don't need anything from me, really, especially if I'm just starting out. And so I thought, what could I bring to the table to add value to what that person is already doing? Or can I pay for that person's time? And so what I did is I offered my time for free um, to be able to help them grow their existing business, but also pay. 
uh, for their knowledge and expertise as well. And that opened up the doors to many more opportunities that I've been able to cultivate, nurture over time. And that has helped me to become the entrepreneur that I am today, to be able to work with these amazing gentlemen that you see uh, here today, where we're doing some amazing things. Powerful. Thank you, Domar. And the key to that, and you said it so well, is that value. How do you add value to others? And how do you know, essentially, you are looking for a mentor, but you're not looking to extract, you're looking to give, to make sure that you know you can deliver value and exchange of the, the delivering of value, learn that knowledge in the process. Great, I love that. Ryan, I wanna ask you something. You know, connections are very important. You're actually a very, uh, very well-connected person, but you're also super low-key. What's your method of building relationships and strengthening relationships over the years? And actually tell me, tell me about some key relationships that have really driven the direction of your life. Yeah, well, you know, our, on, our, on our last call, I said the key to um, business, in my opinion, is the mindset shift where you go from, you know, wanting the security of, of a job um, and to realizing that the real security is putting yourself in control of your future and, uh, you know, and just realizing you can do it. But we actually skipped a step, which is what we're talking about today, because sometimes we don't see that within ourselves. And so the people that I started to have, surround myself with, um, they showed me that the, the way I had been thinking previously was um, it, it, it wasn't the truth. It wasn't correct. And I needed to think about things a different way. And so I think your network actually helps determine when that shift in your life is going to happen. Um, you know, there's been many uh, people in my life, uh, mentors and, and people that have helped me make a shift. But I'd probably say the one that really um, did the most for me and, and where I, I found that big pivotal moment was probably uh, Ron Legrand, who's kind of an OG in the real estate investing space. Um, but uh, I worked with Ron for a while, uh, many, many years ago. And uh, he just kind of broke down some of the barriers in my head. One, I was able to see as students that I knew I was in the same position or better than many of them, just knocking back these deals left and right that some of, many of them had no money when they first started. Um, and, uh, you know, a lot of them didn't even go to college. And I'm just watching these massive checks come in. And I was like, wow, I can do this. And then, you know, I, I had, I always thought I needed a lot of money to get started in the first place. And one thing that he told me a long time ago that really stuck out was if you can't make money without money, you can't make money with money. Hmm. And isn't that true? Um, but, uh, you know, <clears throat> I'd say, honestly, Francis has taught me a, a lot about this particular uh, topic because he's one of the best I've, I've seen at networking. Um, and I didn't even quite understand it at first because I come from a background in sales um, and the first thing that I always wanted to do is just start picking people's brains. You know, if I found somebody that I, I knew I wanted um, to learn more about what they knew, I would start just walking up and asking questions. And, you know, what, later in life and, and even watching Francis's style, I realized that like when you go up to like a teacher or a trainer or um, anybody in the respect that has done very, very well for themselves and say, hey, can I take you out to lunch or can I buy you a coffee and pick your brain? What an insult that is. They've spent countless years and blood, sweat, and tears and in, in, in the dollars that they've invested in their education. And you're asking them to hand it over for a cup of coffee. You know, <laughs> so like, you know, Domar said it before, 
he, he, he did a different approach where he's, you know, I'll pay you. Some people work for free. And I honestly don't like to say work for free because the value in education and what you're getting in return, um, you're just trading hours instead of dollars. You're paying for it because that's what you need to do. And sometimes if you don't have the money to pay, like Domar said, he paid. Some people don't have that. Offer to work for somebody for free. I mean, you're getting it. If you get a real life education from an entrepreneur, um, I don't want to say that it's never going to be um, that college is never going to be better. Uh, but most of the times learning from real world education from somebody in the thick of it, running the business is always going to beat that. And think about what that costs. If you go to a, a good college, you're going to spend years of your life trying to master something, probably a hundred thousand dollars in, in uh, what you're going to spend in tuition. And you, you can sometimes find the right mentors and network that can cut that down to less than a month um, and, and for a lot less money. So, uh, you know, one of the things that I've always disliked with the whole network, because like, let's face it, this topic, they say uh, your net worth is, is your network, you know, it's because it is the people you hang around. But um, a lot of people say like, you know, stop hanging around with people that aren't ambitious. Stop hanging around with people that aren't driven to, to succeed and make money. And I actually think that's pretty false. Hang around uh, people that you love, you know, don't get rid of those people. What I think what you should learn out of the lesson is you need to start adding more people into your life that can enhance your life and bring you forward. doesn't mean you have to get rid of people that you love just because they're not on the same page business-wise um, because money really isn't the, the end all be all. It's being happy in life. So, you know, I do have a disagreement with a lot of uh, trainers that say that um, you just want to add more of the people that are great. And, uh, and you'll start finding yourself spending more time with those people because your, your life starts to enhance and you become more happy. Um, I'm trying to think of some of the things that I can share, but I don't want to take too much of this time because we have the master of networking on this training. Um, I've learned so much from Francis. I know uh, Rich is going to have some great things to share as well. Um, but a lot of the stuff that I've learned, I've got it from Francis. Um, he's, he's really, really good at networking and he really understands the rule that we're talking about when you got to give first and he's done nothing but give, give, give. I, I've seen it over the years, many times and many times not even getting it back yet. You know, he's, he's a giver. So that's my two cents on networking. I, I appreciate that, Brian. And I'll, I'll go into some of the strategies that I've used that have helped me. And then they're, they're, they're helping me in my own personality. Actually, it's funny. I got a uh, text just an hour ago from one of my friends and someone all of us know as a mutual friend. And he thanked me for a relationship I introduced him to and how much it opened the door instantly. And it was because I was able to foster one relationship and another. And I'll talk about that in a second. But before we do, I want to turn it over to Richard because there's, there's one thing that Richard brings to mind immediately when I think about his relationship with others. And that's leadership and willingness to do whatever it takes to protect the people that he loves. And I don't know if Domar and, and Brian, you guys are nodding your heads in agreement with that. And I think that's so important to build that trust, but not just trust on a surface level, deep trust. Can you talk a little bit a little bit about your leadership style, Richard, and really your willingness to um, willingness to go all out for the people in your network that you have strong relationships with? Yeah. Um, yeah, man. I uh, well, it's one of the things that that I believe, you know, and 
um, you know, thinking about, you know, what, what my philosophy is on, on networking and different things. I, 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 I don't necessarily look at it as networking and, and relationships more than it is to me. It's number one, being real, right. Being not just yourself, but being real, being genuine about your thoughts. Yeah. Right. Just like, a, just like our company. Right. But, and, uh, but, but I'm, you know, very serious about that. It's, it's being real. And when I look at being in a leadership position, um, one of the, one of the first things I'll tell anybody that's a brand new manager starting their own company and, and needing people, uh, you know, to, to follow them basically is you, you, uh, you have to give a fuck, you know, I, I, I give a fuck about every single person. I mean, when I say that, right, I'm going to, I'm going to keep it light in PG 13, right. But <laughs> I've already it, gone past that. actually. But, <laughs> oh, uh, there goes PG 13. <laughs> but, but the truth is the truth is, you know, um, my partners, I love and care about each one of you guys. I care about your families. I, I care about issues that you go through both personally and professionally. We know we experience those together, but um, I, when I, when I look at my leadership style, um, it's, it, it's not really hard to define, but it's, it's very simple is that I, I care about every single person on my team. When it was just me and the, and, and the sales team, when we were building this company, um, I care about them and I let them know that I care about them. I let them know that no matter what you're going through, I'm either going to be right behind you, pushing you, or I'm going to be right beside you, right in the thick of it, that I'll never ask you to do one thing I either haven't done or will not be willing to do myself. And I always lead by example, even if at times I have to get on to people, right? Um, it's not because I'm angry and it's not because, well, they need to hear this. No, it's because I care. And if I'm getting onto you, I, I'm not getting onto you as a group or as, as an individual. And I'm talking as a business owner, right? Because um, sometimes, you know, especially dealing with sales, you, you, they need to kick in the ass sometimes. But the thing is, is that I always start with myself. I do not look at what's happening with this guy, why he's not performing, what we need to do better over here. And why is this happening? I look at myself. I look at what I have been doing. What, I, what, what message or direction have I been giving them directly? right? Have I been slacking on my duties as being a leader and leading by example? Is it, is it stuff that I could have put in place? Maybe we don't have the right process. Maybe we don't have the right SOP in place. And that's why this person is failing or this part of the company needs to improve. I never do anything. And I mean, absolutely anything, change anything or recommend that we change anything in our company before I look at myself. And, um, and, and speaking quite honestly, my team, our company, and I speak for you guys as well, they know that we bleed, not only our company and our culture, but we bleed for them. And I cannot ask guys to go marching into the storm without them knowing that, hey, I'm not phoning this in. I'm either right behind you pushing you because it's needed or I'm leading the charge. And I always start with myself. So no matter what it is, whether it's somebody's pitch, talk off, maybe it's, maybe it's over here in a different part of our company. I say, okay, what have I done? What have we done as a company before we go over there and try to change things, you know, and, and look at like, like a performance-based thing. Uh, the other thing is that I'll say is that, you know, when I say be real, I, I really mean be real, be genuine, let people know who you are, what you're about, and just be straight up with people. Um, you know, I, I have a very direct approach just in everything. I don't, I don't blow a lot of smoke. 
Um, I, you know, and I, and I'd never say anything that I don't mean. Right. That's why I always try to pride myself and not, if I do have to get onto somebody, right. If that, if it's that conversation that it's not out of frustration, it's, it's out of constructiveness. It's out of care, um, uh, for that person. But, you know, a lot of things for my, my career in this industry, uh, before my partnership with you guys came off my reputation and I didn't even know the person. Uh, getting my first opportunity in this business. This person knew of me from my wife and reached out to me and said, hey, we have a need for a sales director. And it's kind of where we all know each other from, right? And it was it was her relationship with, with this person that knew about me. And what they knew about me was that I was no joke. I'm, I don't mess around. You know, I'm straight up and I'm passionate about the things I'm involved in. And, and that, it was a big need for that company at the time. But in that gave me all the opportunity that's in front of me now. It's given me all of this. Um, I, owe, I owe that person. That person uh, is the one that brought me into this industry. I didn't even know him. And there, there's nothing I could do to ever thank that person enough. Because what happened was I worked my ass off with this other company, built it up, uh, redid their whole sales process. You know, long story short, created a lot of success for myself. Um, that brought me to this partnership because Brian Hansen was reaching out and saying, Hey, we have a need. And then when I sat down with Brian, it was all about, it was seriously all about, um, building a great company, building a, a company in this industry and the real estate investment niche, which is leading to so many other opportunities. But when I heard it, and I said this, you know, before I made that decision right there within literally one conversation, 30 minute conversation, I made the decision right there that I wanted to be a part of this. And it was just when this thing was getting going. And that was actually through another relationship because Brian didn't reach out to me directly. It was through another person. And I was like, wait a minute, what are these guys doing? I want to go sit down with him. I want to talk to him. And when I did, it was like, dude, I am in a hundred percent. And Everything that I have envisioned and even more, especially with the opportunities that, that we all continue to create together, um, it, it all started from a relationship that I didn't even have. And it, and it was through being myself being me, you know, you know, and, and that's the other thing, man, you got to You got to let people know who you are. You got to let people know what you're about and what you're doing. And um, because all the opportunity that I have right now with you guys came from a relationship that wasn't even mine. It was with a coworker that used to work with my wife at this actual company and said, do you think Richard be interested in coming and running the sales floor? If that conversation didn't happen, if, if she didn't maintain a relationship with that person, and that was actually just through social, uh, social media, you know what I mean? Uh, but if that didn't happen, if that, if that relationship wasn't there, it's very, very, very unlikely that I am doing this podcast with you guys and literally have this phenomenal company that we have. Um, but yeah, so, 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 you know, my, my claim to fame on that one is I got started in the industry with a relationship that wasn't mine, but by being known, right. And then my relationship and don't get me wrong, you know, I knew you guys, but not like, you know, real close, you know, cause we all did work at that, that, that company at different times. And I obviously knew you guys as reputations, but it was through another uh, friend of mine that I got the relationship and opportunity to meet with Brian and then Francis and then, you know, start our journey to take over the world. I love it was it. such a funny day um, <laughs> when Rich and I first met because I didn't know he was there. 
somebody else came inside and said, hey, I don't mean to ambush you or anything, but I got some somebody out in the car. Um, is it okay if he comes in? I was like, well, yeah, I mean, don't let him sit in the car. And we met and uh, it, it was funny because I, I didn't know I was meeting with Rich. And uh, I was like, holy cow, you know, and, and I'm so glad that we did meet because yeah. uh, Rich is, he's just been uh, a great partner and done so much for the company. But that was a funny day. Um, and uh, it was a pivotal moment in our business the, the day that Rich and I met. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll talk about that and what Rich said specifically. Because it, and Brian alluded to this, my networking style and my relationship style. And what Rich did was he opened a door because of his, his authenticity and what he was known for. So when I enter a relationship, I always think of one thing. And when I talk about relationships, I build strategic, deep, fulfilling relationships. I stay away from transactional. And that's so important because as, as Brian mentioned earlier and Domar also, the one thing that anybody looks for, and it's so important you want to write this down, it's the what's in it for me, the W-I-I-F-M. And that's with any relationship. So when I think about it, what's in it for me, I don't think about what's in it for me, but what's in it for the other person. And there's a few things that have really struck me. And I first heard Zig Ziglar say this, and I'm going to paraphrase and butcher his quote, but I saw him say this at 18 or 19 years old. Uh, I was sitting there on stage and there's this guy who was full of energy, he was in his seventies. And he, and he, and he said this one quote, and it's to get everything you want in life, you must help as many people get what they want. So that's one thing that struck me. And the other thing that came to, to realize as I was building relationships, and it wasn't always this way, right? I used to have transactional relationships. I'll talk about that in a moment and what the difference is. But when you open a door, you leave the door open. You leave the door open for someone else. And what that does is it builds your, your relationship stronger. It allows me to get texts completely out of the blue saying, thank you for introducing this person to this person. Or it allows me to be in circles of influence. And I'll talk about that here in a moment. But when you think of what's in it for me, how do I open the door for not only one relationship, but for this relationship to blossom and bloom, but also how do I keep myself authentic? Because here's one thing I learned very early on in a relationship. And Dolmar mentioned this chasing down mentors. I treat everyone the same. And that means if someone is coming in from a pet, position of influence, I'm not treating them any different. If someone's looking to pick, come to me and pick my brain, I'm not treating them any different. And what I mean by that is I'm holding my influence and authority in the same regard. And by doing that, I'm not comparing myself to anyone else and allows me to enter a conversation just like myself knowing what I'm worth. And these guys have seen me work a room before, right? I enter a conversation. I usually dominate the conversation and I lead it. That's not me natural, by the way. Me growing up, and this is for all the introverts out there because I'm a natural introvert. I was shy. I stuttered words. I couldn't, I couldn't make friends easily. I was frightened all the time. I didn't go outside. That was me. That was me all through growing up and into high school. 
I had no confidence whatsoever, but then I made a shift when I found the right information and the right people and realized that I can make myself better in different ways. Now, right now I'm in the cabin in the woods right now. And I, I mentioned this, we had a, a team call earlier and, and I'm in a cabin in the woods. I'm not by my library, but check this out. This is like by my table side of where I'm setting set up. I have all these books that I'm studying to be better every single day, even though I've been at this for 20 years. Now, what does that have to do with relationships? That makes me more valuable in the marketplace to give others to know that who's the authority in a conversation, that I can add value to them, that I can build a long-term relationship with someone, and I'm not going to take, take, take. The biggest thing for me is when I open up a relationship with somebody, especially a relationship with influence, I'm not there to take their influence or piggyback off them in any way. I'm there to support them and give my value and give my value to their network. It's so important to think that way. And when I talk about transactional versus strategic relationships, when I enter a relationship, I'm not thinking what's a deal that we can do today or what's a deal to do tomorrow. It's amazing. I have had people who have worked with me in the past that I met maybe three years ago, five years ago, 10 years ago, and we didn't do any business up until that point. Domar and I have known each other for a decade. We didn't do any business together for years. And I, I enter relationships like that. I'm not looking to take right away, but I am looking to stack. So now, especially in our network, I can walk into a room. I know everybody in that room. And I know everybody in that room, I've added value to them because I'm stacking those relationships. I open one door, I leave that door open, not only for myself, but for my network who I know if people are in integrity, they can enter that network. And not only do they get what they need, but if they follow my same philosophy of giving with integrity and adding value and not just take, 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 they support me as well. They reestablish the relationship that I created saying one, Francis is of somebody of value that you wanna to continue doing work with, and he also has relationships with other people of value that you want to do work with. So it increases your influence. It increases your sphere. And it puts you in that position of power in every room you walk in. Now, it's not instant, right? But for me, and I get this, this, is, this is, again, for me, I'm not a natural networker. I don't shake hands with everybody in the room. I find the people who I know I, I want a long-term relationship with, and I build and I create small touches, and I do it consistently, and I'm there, and I'm there when they need it. And for me, I built a long career. It's almost 20 years now where I don't have to go and, and let my well dry. There's been moments in my, in my life, in my business, where I needed help, but I knew there was always somebody there willing to support me because I never kept taking. I kept adding. I kept adding to that bucket and making sure it was full. And so I can pick up a phone call if I need it but I know I'm not taking advantage of it. And that's where so many people make the mistake. They take advantage of the relationship to the fullest, full tilt until it's just transactional. Now it's a thought of, all right, I gave this guy exactly what I put in. I owe them nothing else. And I'm not talking about creating it so people owe me things, but you can't just help think this guy's a giver. I want to give back as much as I can. And then the scales disappear. So that's a different way of networking. And again, I'm not shaking hands with everybody in the room. Taking, shaking hands with key people. Because I, I, I'm an introvert. I lose energy. Rich witnessed this firsthand at the yeah. event we went to last week. I was burned out by 3 p.m., right? And, but I still created powerful relationships that we can, we can leverage and we can use and we can foster. So for me, that's my take on relationships. Any last words before we ran up? Because I know we're almost out on time. 
Um, yeah, I have one thing that I would add. I, I think, um, you know, this depends on the relationship, you know, what the relationship is and what it's for. But when, when you do start to um, attain this network and surround yourself with these kind of people that, that do help move you and, and grow, um, grow, grow you, um, make sure that uh, you keep the relationship. So like a big lesson, always, always do what you say you're going to do. It's just, it's, it's easy and, and it, cause it gets exciting. A lot of these um, connections that you're going to have are going to ask you to do things. And it, it's easy to just say yes all the time. Cause you get in that mode of trying to, um, you know, do things for them and, and tighten up your end of the relationship, but you know, you got to keep your promises and it's super important with relationships. And when you do, all those people know that they can count on you and trust you. Not only do they keep coming back, they're going to start to open up the doors to other people because nobody wants to send somebody over to someone in their network that you don't know if they feel like you're going to fall through. And so it's very important uh, to treat your relationships the right way. And I think the number one rule is just always do what you say you're going to do. Keep your promises and uh, you know, that you'll have those relationships forever. Yeah. And, and one thing I'll touch on as well, Francis, you know, because, you know, uh, the more I sat here and listened to everything, you know, talking about, you know, my leadership philosophies and different things like that, because I believe, you know, relationships inside your company or are as important as the ones outside of your company, the ones that you network with to, to continue to gain opportunities and, and different things. And I think it's like, you know, cause I think one of my biggest things is that everybody, especially on the, the sales uh, side of our team knows 100% that I would literally, you know, step in front of a bullet for them. And it's not lip service. It's like, you know, when I say you gotta, you gotta care, right. I used a different word earlier, but you gotta care. They have to know that you care about them. I, I really mean it. And, you know, every single buddy on our team knows that I will do that for them. If you need it and I got it, you got it. And the thing is, is that I think it's important for people that, that are entrepreneurs, that are business owners, building a team, is that you got to be truly passionate about and genuine about what you do. Build a culture around that and get your team. Once your team is completely bought into who you are, they know that you care about them, that everything you do, good, bad, having to get onto them at times, praise them at times, is that it's for their own benefit, for the greater good of everything. And once you get that buy-in, that is when you can ask people to do the impossible for you. So that's how I kind of measure that as well. But, uh, but yeah, I just thought I, you know, based on everything that else was said, I was like, you know what, as I thought about it, I was like, no, man, that's, that's what you got to do. Cause this, this, uh, this talk, which I, I'm really enjoying, it's, 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 it's not just the relationships that you have outside of what you do. It's what you build in the relationships you have, especially in a company, company like ours, because there are times guys um, that, you know, that we ask every single person on our team to literally dream of and go after the impossible, you know? So that's what an entrepreneur does. They take the impossible and make it a reality. Yep. Or any last words? You know, I think everyone, you know, said it, you know, just be you, be authentically you and focus on what you can give rather than what you can take. Right. So that's it, man. And uh, go out there, make those connections and watch the doors 
the opportunities, the possibilities open up for you. Yep. Go out there and do it. Make it happen. Awesome. Thank you very much, gentlemen. Thank you, Real Family, for tuning in. The Real Movement. Like, share, comment, subscribe. If you want more of this, we love creating and adding value into the world. And our mission is helping as many people get what they want in life. So let's go do it. See you guys next time.